This is Danielle Eccles, and you are listening to Craft and Movement. I have always been this person, like, music is life. Today's episode focuses on Miami-based belly dance fusion artist, Tia Serena. I can't function in a day without having music in the background. Music when I cook, music when I clean, like, I'm that person. I first encountered Tia through the greatness that is Instagram. Through mutual acquaintances, we quickly became Insta-friends. After a few months of liking and commenting on each other's photos, I decided to reach out to her for an interview. Here is her story. I grew up in a very musically surrounded family. Like every Saturday, there were like mini parties happening in my house. My dad just playing DJ, even though he's not really a DJ. and. Um, you know, just dancing and having a great time. So I think it started from there, really. You know, being free to express yourself through all different types of music. And then, you know, I started to get into the Lincoln Parks and my dad was like, yeah, I'm out. My mom's family is uh, Jamaican and my dad's family is Guyanese. So we're a very West Indian family. So we've got soca, we got reggae, and that was pretty much the dominant music of my childhood. And then some Indian music here and there because my grandfather watched um, um, Indian movies. That's kind of my first glimpse of dance was Indian um, folk dance and Indian movie dance, Bollywood type dancing. Before settling in Miami, Tia got to call a few other places home, including London. There is um, lot, a lot of different cultures there. I mean, it's one of those places where I think you can go there and walk down the street and probably meet somebody from all different types of cultures, you know? Like, you can go into the shop down the street and you'll meet somebody um, who's Turkish. And, you know, you'll go down and you'll meet somebody who is uh, Middle Eastern and then Indian and then all of a sudden Scotland. So, you know, like when you go to school, you know, you have like the show and tells and that kind of stuff. And you get to see all this food and life and what they do for holidays and stuff. It's pretty cool. I was there until I was about nine. And then um, my parents were ready. They were ready to get out. They didn't want to live in the cold. And um, we actually moved to Bermuda. And I lived there for a year. And then we ended up in Miami. I've been here ever since. Growing up. Tia describes herself as very much a tomboy. Like most of us, high school and college were the years of shifting and sorting, trying to figure out exactly who she wanted to be. High school was, for me, like, just enjoying it with my friends, enjoying it, and then finding kind of, like, who you are. Uh, And it didn't happen for me until, like, senior year, until the end. I think after my second year of college, I started to realize, like, I had always known this, but I had started to realize things about life and myself in general, and I kind of started to find this balance, and I realized I didn't want to be this person that did things because everybody else was. And I realized I wanted to be this person who, if I wanted to say no to an event, I'm going to say no, and I'm not going to feel bad about it. I wanted to just be this person who was confident in and strong kind of in that way but also be there for you know my loved ones the people who I cared about my my family and my friends and all that you know and then at the same time kind of 
balancing out what the hell you want to do with your future. I honestly can say this as a true fact. I didn't find my full groove until I started belly dancing in 2006, which would have been after college. Back in the day, my mom bought me um, a belly dance for fitness of Vina and Nina. And I, I did this video like every day because I fell in love with it. I fell in love with the music. I fell in love with the movement. And it was so cool to me because, you know, when you're, you're not a dancer, there are certain things like, I, I don't think you can walk into a ballet class and do what you can do when you walk into a belly dance class. Getting into that and seeing that and feeling that vibe was like, yes, this is awesome. I actually started to really get into belly dance um, after I had broken off an engagement. With a little push from her mom, Tia realized that belly dance was exactly what she needed to put her broken pieces back together. That includes everything. That's financial. That's, you know, trying to find your groove where, you know, you just, you don't feel upset all the time and there's like some there's stuff going on there and then one day I was looking through like a community newspaper and I saw this ad and I was like, you know, yes, I'm gonna do this because I realized how good I felt doing, you know, the DVDs and then I started to um, you know, download the music and all that kind of stuff and go to the store and look for the, the CDs at the time, you know, and playing all of them. And then I found, like, the Billy Dance Superstars, uh, you know, and then you're kind of watching them and you're like, man, I wish I could move like that, you know. And they were just, like, magic. So I saw this ad for community classes at the community college, and I was like, boom, that's it, and I signed up. I immediately fell in love, just the feeling of it, the... The, the groove of the music, you know, and like, I don't know, it just called to me, really. As she began to develop in her craft and take more classes, her interest in other types of dancing began to expand. I have stayed within, within a lot within the realm of belly dance, um, but all the styles. I've kind of gone through from Egyptian to, I do, um, I was learning American tribal style and tribal fusion is a big thing in my life. Um, other styles of dance that I kind of explored but I haven't really delved in is um, jazz because I think it's so cool. I just think it's like, it brings something that you don't see that expression everywhere that you can, the way you can express yourself in jazz sometimes, because it's so broad, you know? Mm. And um, I've really wanted to delve actually into um, like partner dances. I've always wanted to do that, like um, like Argentine tango or zouk or something like that, you mm. know? But mm. I just haven't had the chance yet, but I will. After years of studying, dancing, and taking workshops, you would think it would be easy for her to call herself a true dancer. But she says that didn't come until much later. This is something that was very hard because I don't think you're ever fully where you need to be. But I actually think for me it was probably last year starting last year, and I've been dancing for a long time before that, but I didn't really feel like 
damn, I'm for real, <laughs> until last year. So last year I was diagnosed with um, thyroid cancer. And I said to myself, this is, this is the year, so don't hold back and don't stop moving, get what you want, do what you want. And I started to go to a lot of workshops. I started to say, I'm going to this festival. And you know, my poor husband, he's like, yeah, okay. It's a lot when you have a family to do, but I'm like, you know, this is it. And I, I had been part of, you know, the tour online and I was taking classes and I'm like, you know, I set goals for myself and I said, this is what I'm gonna do. And I actually think it wasn't until last year when I met the Tribal Fusion group that I danced with. And I also started my social media. And people started to notice, like, wow, your technique's getting, like, awesome. And, and I had teachers who I used to take back in the day, like, message me and be like, wow, Tia, you're doing so well. And I think that's when it got validated for me. With a new level of determination, Tia attacked cancer head on. When you kind of go into it, it doesn't matter what type of cancer it is. It's like the worst word that you can hear come out of anything. And probably the worst thing you'd ever want to have to explain. And you kind of just have to be very vague. But yeah, like my 10-year-old, she gets it. You can explain it, but you kind of just have to like the, my five-year-old, he'll look at my, at my scar and he'll be like, um, are you better now? He doesn't really understand the, the depth of it, you know? And I, I think it really helped that I went in with like a, like kind of just, okay, well, what do we gotta do? Let's do this. You kind of just go and you don't stop and you don't really dwell in it and you just do it. You just do whatever the treatment is, whatever this person says is what we're gonna do and you get it done. And thankfully, you know, a year later, I just had my scan actually and I'm, I'm clear, I'm cancer free. A psycho warrior as she calls herself, her spirit, her fight, her family, and her love for movement and dance pushed her through. And now she's ready for new beginnings. You know, my five-year-old, he's not hes not at the point where he can be embarrassed by me yet. So he's kind of it so far. And he's, he's a music guy like I was growing up. My daughter, she's um, now 10. And I think over the last couple of years, she had said to me, I'm interested in doing belly dance. And she started taking the kids class at one of the studios I go to. And now we actually do a mommy and me class together, which is pretty cool. So what does 2020 hold? 2019, it was all about retraining my posture, working on my arms. So for 2020, um, my goals are to continue that, obviously, but to work on spins and to work on improv. Kind of keeping that flow going. I want to take all those workshops. You know, one of my biggest goals, and I wanted to do it for next year, for 2020, but I really couldn't because it's just a lot. I really wanted to go to um, Rachel Bryce's Eight Elements. That's one of my ultimate goals right now. And I just want to work, you know, like I, I just feel great when I do, when I belly dance, when I, when I do my yoga, I just feel great. So I want to keep feeling like that. Thanks for listening. Special thanks to Miss Tia Serena for sharing her story with me. 
You can find her on Instagram at OrangeFretRex. That's O-R-A-N-G-F-R-E-T-R-A-Q-S. And on Tumblr at orangefret.tumblr.com. Make sure to check us out on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash crafted underscore movement. If you are a dancer or you know of any who you think would be perfect for this podcast, email me at craftedmovement at gmail.com. You can also find me on Instagram at crafted underscore movement and on Facebook at crafted movement belly dance. Until next time, wishing you love and light and lots and lots of dance. <laughs>